Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. In the wake of the events last night, we are indeed joined by Sal Capaccio, the sideline reporter for the Buffalo Bills, works at WGR, a sports radio in Buffalo, and uh, they cover the Bills. And Sal, first of all, how are you holding up today? How's everybody in Buffalo holding up today? This has been uh, an awful, awful 20 hours or so for everybody in the in the uh, in the northern part of New York State. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, it's been tough, no doubt about it. Um, I'm doing okay, I guess. You know, I think that today has been even in a lot of ways tougher than yesterday and last night because, you know, last night is my role, the radio sideline reporter. I'm trying to give information and be on the air and do my job, you know, while I'm processing it. But you're really kind of more focused on making sure you're doing the job the right way to give everybody the correct information on what's going on, and then. You know, today I'm more sitting with it, if you will, and reflecting upon what I witnessed last night. And on top of that, you know, um, just kind of having to go through it again because of, you know, talking with a lot of people around the country like yourself and other stations. And, and to be honest with you, in a lot of ways, it's been good for me because then I'm not sitting here and dwelling on everything that I witnessed last night, which was super emotional. There's no doubt about it, Sal. As, as, as you sat on, as you were on the sideline last night, it was... It, it seemed to be just a regular hit. Um, it wasn't anything that stood out. At what point did you know uh, it was serious? Because as you as you mentioned, he gets to his feet, he falls. Yep. Um, and it you know I think for most of us watching, it wasn't until the players started to show emotion, at least for us watching on TV, that we knew what was that it was serious. At what point did you start to know it was pretty serious? Yeah, so it's interesting, Tony. Like, there was really stages of it. You know, in, in my role, I'm always looking for injuries after the play. Guys limping off the field, whatever. And I happened to notice. I saw him fall. I didn't know who it was at first, but I saw him fall. And I say to our producer, hey, someone just went down. And, you know, in this sport, when you see that, you normally think what? Head injury. Right. Knocked out. Concussion. And those things are bad enough, but that's usually what those kinds of signs are. But what happened in this case was he went down, and then as soon as that happened – there was guys from the Bengals who were right there were waving for the medical personnel to come on the field. And every time you see that, you're like, okay, like this is pretty serious because they noticed something that's going on with him on the field. So that was one part of it. And then as medical personnel got there, I'm watching it, and I said to myself, geez, are, are they performing CPR on him? And I didn't want to believe that because who would think that, right, in a football game that that's going on? 
And I thought then, no, they can't be. I bet you they're just like cutting off his helmet, his um, his face mask, because that's what you do when you have a neck injury. Right. Well, come to find out, it was both, obviously, right? That they, they were performing CPR for several minutes, and they were cutting off the face mask. And then you started to see the emotion of the players, which you're talking about. And that really hit home. I mean, guys were really torn up. And, you know, we're talking about guys who we see as larger and tougher than life and these guys that we think are Superman out there and, you know, they're just, they're balling and they're, they're consoling each other and they have their heads in towels and just so many tears. And that was tough. But I'll tell you that when it really, really got to me that there is something horrifically wrong here was all of the Bills staff on the sidelines, players, staff, coaches, everybody, they went out on the field and they formed this really big circle around DeMar as he was getting worked on by the medical team. In, in the circle, what they did was they were all together, like shoulder to shoulder. They were kneeling or praying or crying. But they did it with their back to DeMar in the circle with their like faces out to us mm-hmm. on the sidelines and in the stadium. And the reason they did that, you could tell, they didn't want anybody seeing what was happening inside that mm. circle. And, and that told me that this was something really, really awful. Mm. Sal Capaccio is the uh, Buffalo Bills sideline reporter, works for WJR Radio in Buffalo, and uh, we appreciate his time, and uh, it's, been a, it's been a long day for everybody involved, certainly. Sal, how much can you tell us uh, from the perspective of the timeline of the canceling of the game? Uh, there's been conflicting stuff as to whether or not the teams were told they were going to have five minutes to warm up and resume playing. Uh, I can't imagine that ever really happened. It didn't look like it happened. It didn't look like anybody even started to even think about ever playing again. As you were standing on that sideline, did you ever have a sense that you know this game would continue, or did you know pretty much from the get-go that this was not going to be something that was going to continue? Yeah, it's a really good question because you know I didn't know until um, today really that Joe Buck had said on the on TV, I guess that you know five-minute warm-up. He said it like four times or something. Five-minute warm-up. So apparently. He was getting that information from somewhere. I, I thought the game was going to continue, but I didn't think it, it should and didn't know how it was going to. But I'll tell you why. Here's what happened from down on the field. So I, I don't know if the referee or anyone announced a five-minute warm-up. I will tell you, I, didn't, I don't recall anybody doing that. I'm not saying it happened or it didn't happen. I might have been so caught up that he announced it. I don't know. But nobody, to my knowledge, even reported he said that. So I don't think he announced that to anyone. He might have said that to somebody on the field. I don't know that. What I will tell you is Bill's players – we're ready. Like I shouldn't say ready. I don't think they were ready. They were getting lined up for another play. The defense was on the field, guys. Like the eleven guys were on the field. They were ready for like the next snap. But I don't. I don't think it's because they were told to. Like by any official. What I think, guys, you're conditioned to do this, right? I mean, this is what happens in football. You have this horrific injury. Somebody goes off the field in an ambulance. You play the next play. And it's horrible to say, but have we ever? I've been, I'm 50 years old. I've watched this game since I was a little kid. I've been covering the game for decades. I've never seen a game not continue after, after an injury. Yeah. This is what you do. Since you're a little kid, you're taught toughness, go out there and play. Your teammate falls. We pray for him. We hope for him. We go out there and play for him. Next man up. If you're hurt, you get out there and you do your best. This is what we're taught. This is what they've been taught their whole lives. So, I think it was condi- that this is conditioned to them yeah. to be ready for the next snap. Now, that said, Stefan Diggs gra- ga- was gathering all the team around. He was basically trying to get them re-energized. He's got tears on, rolling down his face. He's trying to get them re-energized. He walked out on the field. Saran Neal, who was filling in for Taron Johnson, who got hurt in the first series, 
he grabs Saran Neal by the face, two two hands, and was looking at him and telling him, like, let's go. Come on, you got to get ready now. So I'm telling you, they were preparing to play. Yeah, it sounds like that was more out of conditioning yeah. more yeah. than it was word of mouth or being told to do so. Uh, let's move to, to to after. They they they, they get um, they get him off the off the field, they get him into the ambulance. At this point it seems like the coaches meet, the game is called. A- at this point I imagine and you know, the cameras go off, at least from the folks watching on T V. How does the emotion emotional kind of factor shift once that part happens? You know, I would tell you there was just a lot of confusion. You know, people didn't know what was going on uh, from a media perspective. I'm trying to stay on the air. We're doing our live broadcast, and, you know, we don't you – know, do we keep it here? Do we throw it to network control? And we're staying live. So, you know, there's a tunnel there, and every time I would go in the tunnel, I would lose a signal, so I can't really go in the tunnel. So i got to stay on the field. But then when I had a chance, I'd go in the tunnel. But then I'm standing in there, and they kept us at bay. They kept us away from the – like the locker room was right there, but you saw Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor. They were in the tunnel, and they were talking and had a phone, but nobody could go over there. They didn't allow anybody with cameras in there. In fact, at one point, they told the media to leave the tunnel and go back to the field, and then they came out and said they wanted all the people with cameras not even to shoot it towards the tunnel. Like, they didn't even want to show anything, like, in the locker room area or anything like that where the players coming out of the locker room. Um, So there was a lot of confusion. No one knew. Then when we heard the game was postponed, we come out, like, I I go and wrap up my stuff in the post-game press room, and we were kept in a hallway, basically, not even allowed to go near the locker room until all the players were out. We, we didn't go in the locker room. I didn't talk to any players. Um, still haven't. We had to wait till all the players came out, and everybody was checking their phones. It was very quiet. And we're talking about staff, social media people, video people, cameras. Um, we're just kind of milling around. Then we finally got on the bus, and I would say we were on the bus from about 11.15 Eastern until probably after maybe 12.30, um, waiting over an hour it was confusion. It wasn't like a frustrated or mad confusion. It was just, we don't know what's going on. And now I know why it's because there were players and coaches at the hospital and they were waiting for them to come back. They finally came back got on the bus. We all got to the airport and we got back at two forty-five this morning, our time. Well, Sal, thank you so much for, uh, for your time. Uh, there's so much concern all over the country for this young man. And, uh, certainly that's, uh, definitely the case here in San Diego. Um, we appreciate you uh, taking us through uh, the timeline of what happened last night. You were in one of the most chilling places anybody's ever been during a professional sporting event. And uh, wish you the best. Wish uh, this young man the best. Wish the Buffalo Bills organization the best going forward. And uh, everybody's thoughts are with you guys there in Buffalo. Thanks again for your time. Thanks, Al. Yeah, no problem. And, and Tony, an honor to talk to you and, and love your dad, man. Much love. Appreciate it. Thank you. And that was Sal Capaccio, the uh, silent reporter of the Buffalo Bills. Join us on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. That had to be a uh, horrifying place to be last night and uh, on that sideline. And uh, going about trying to get your, you know, do what you're supposed to do and find out information, try to report on that, all the while knowing the severity of what's going on. That is difficult. I yeah. appreciate his time. Um, all right, still no other word, uh, you know, as far as any statement when it might come from the uh, from the hospital, doctors, et cetera. So uh, we'll just keep our eye on this thing for you. And uh, you know if anything happens, we'll let you know about it on the uh, Gwen and Chris show. We're going to play some trivia 
uh, have some have a little fun here and uh, give you an opportunity to uh, win a trip to Las Vegas. In our next segment, I want to remind you that uh, they're all coming back to uh, San Diego for the 2023 Farmers Insurance Open. Is it that time already? John yes. Rom, Xander Shoffley. Shoffley. <laughs> Shoffley. Shoff- I thought they changed. I thought he changed it. He did. I can't. It, it, it might be Shoffley. Shoff- oh, no. oh, Xander Shoffley. Devonta. Devonta. Will Zalatoris. <laughs> Colin Morikawa. Tony Finau. Max Homa. Good stuff. Hideki Matsuyama. These are all without first names. How did I know all those names? I don't know. They are the headliners. The early player commitments to that 2023 Farmers Insurance Open. San Diego's premier golf event returns to Torrey Pines Wednesday, January 25th to Saturday, January 28th. We return with more Gwen and Chris and Chris versus the fans. Dial in if you'd like to play today. 833-288-0973. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.